You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. First of all, we're all standing. Let's do a little confession of faith. It's what we do up in here. We're going to declare this is our new one. We're going to declare some things. We're going to declare it as one church, so let's do it together. You ready? Okay, here we go. Today, I declare victory. I stand for freedom. I speak your truth and declare your word over my life. I expect miracles, healing, and breakthrough now. We declare healing and unity over our city in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Come on. All right. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you right now just to move on the hearts. God, I thank you. Lord, that we get revelation on your truth today. Lord, that we block off and break every lie from the devil. I come against all deception. And God, I thank you for the men and women that are called to this house to receive today. We honor your mighty, holy, majestic name. And the church said, amen. Amen. You guys can be seated. Hey, you guys know, come on, where's uh, the Peters? Werner, come on, there they are. Like, listen, I want to tell you, they are baby-making machines. Now, why are you sitting down? I'm about to pray over you. That's so weird. You try to sit down. I mean, this is their 12th kid in, in six years. Don't let facts get in the way of a true story. I don't know what number they're on. I'm being, just being honest. But I want you all to know who this mighty man is. They've, they've been down at our uh, Balboa campus for a lot of years. You might recognize him because he's been the sworn enemy of all our North campuses because that Emerge, he's a two-time reigning champion of Emerge right here. But here's what. The Lord speaks to everybody, and he finally found his way home. And he's at our campus now. A lot of wisdom. Sometimes, like you'll find today, not everyone gets it the first round, the second round, but they're finally across the line. I'm just joking. But I just want to pray for you guys. And what I love about their leadership is they drive all the way down from Temecula every Sunday, every wisdom, been volunteering for years in this house, and they've been called there. They've stuck a pole there. They have a connect group. It's probably bigger than most churches. Uh, and I'm telling you, that's why we're going to Temecula. We need to have an awakened vineyard. Just for communion purposes, don't get crazy, you know, but uh, they're an amazing couple. So let's just all stretch out our arms. I just felt like God was highlighting you, and I wanted to know that you're incredible, incredible servants to God's house. And I just believe in this next season, just an open heaven over all that you do, Werner, that God is blessing you. No matter what the enemy has taken, it's coming all the way back shaken together, overflowing, for he knows your heart. You, you are a mighty leader of men, what you've done in that kid's church down there. But now it's just this season to let God just water you both, water your marriage, water that family. Your faithfulness has been amazing. You've inspired many. But Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this couple. God, I thank you, Lord, that they're holding down the fort in Temecula to win a city for the good news of Jesus. God, I thank you, Lord, that we do radical things, that there's already a building waiting for us to step into, that they can help lead and shepherd after people alongside of us. God, I thank you. We prophesy, awaken Temecula. And God, and I thank you for all the people that drive down. Let them come together. 
and be a light that's so bright in that city that every neighboring county feels the impact of what is happening with a revival in Temecula. I thank you, Lord. It's just an extension of this place. God, we thank you for favor and blessing. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Come on. Oh, man. I love, I love, man, you guys are amazing people. We got amazing people in this house. I mean, it's so intimidating being kind of like the fat, shorter guy up on stage. Because when you, when you, when I look down at this gun show, can you just, I mean, that is amazing. I mean, we usually leave the guns outside, but I mean, you came in, I don't even know. I mean, I'd buy you a shirt if I knew what size would fit in those things. And then I look over at JD, who I know you'll show off your arm. You just want to stand up and get the flat. No, yes. Thank you. I'm just surrounded by giants. God said, I'm going to bring you giants. I didn't know he meant literally. I, I bet he sends me prayer giants all the time, and now he's sending me the yoke people. And I walked in the other day, I looked at my security team, I said, this is how I know the Lord loves me. Yeah, it's true. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. All right. If you're new... going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I was going to preach on hope today and I got rebuked. So you're not going to get my like seeker-friendly hope message today. This one's more probably fire hose, maybe a little bit prickly, but I love you. I just want to tell you I got a lot of grace. Jesus has more grace for me. Extend the great. There's no judgment. This is nothing but a love message. But it's, it leans on uh, the side of just a little bit of hardcore truth. So just get there. Just trying to put the, the guardrails up so we know. And then if, you know, your husband tries to get up, just go sit down. I know I've been there. I've been there. My first six months at this church, 16 years ago, that was me. But it was my mom's voice in my head saying sit down. So I did. But I was offended every service for six months uh, but I'm still here. So here we go. Here we go. So it's Connect Sunday. So uh, really the title of my message is Truth Seekers Part 2. We're going to double down. We're going to double down on some truth today. And then afterwards, I'm going to open up the altar call team. My ministry team's going to be up here. And I want anybody that's, mm, uh, ah, you know, or feeling something, I said, come up and take communion. I'm not going to give the devil one little inch to cause the division in the house, but we're all going to be on. All growth happens outside the comfort zone, so let's get a little growth, give a little flex on us today. It's going to be amazing. I love Margaret uh, Wheatley. She said this, there is no power for change greater than a community discovering what it cares about. What do you care about today? What do you care about today? And I'm going to tell you. When we get truth on the inside of us, how many of you were here on uh, Wednesday night when you heard, saw Rex Crane? Let me tell you, he doesn't give a rip about anything except Jesus. I mean, he is bold. I mean, he was just going for stuff. And, you know, I was like in the green room after, I was like, oh, Yoda, teach me, teach me. Oh, how you do that? You know, it's like he just did not care. And it was crazy because he was just going after the miraculous. And he was just saying, like, I just want to see Jesus because I know he's a healer. Jehovah Rapha, you know, he's a healer. He's your provider. 
He wants to do radical things, but can you be radical enough that he can move through you? And so afterwards, this guy ran down from the top. He was up there, and Rex was in the middle of praying for somebody in the middle of preaching, and he stopped. And then he prophesied over a guy that was up in the rafters, like the last row. And that guy came down afterwards, found me. He's like, Pastor, Pastor. I, I mean, I had to go have him tell Alex, you know, almost birthday boy over here. Give him a birthday hug later. And, uh, and anyways, I'm like, man, you got to go tell him this. This guy was so out of his mind. He was so hyped up. He's like, I've only been coming for a couple months. Oh, my gosh, I've never seen anything like this. The church I came from didn't really do this kind of stuff. You know, I was like, yeah, I get it. And he goes, I just had said, God, if this guy's really a man of God, I need him to say something to me. Within five to ten seconds, Rex stops, goes up to him. He didn't say it out loud, by the way. This is his internal prayer. God, if this is truly a man of God, I need him to call me out. So I want to know, Rex, like, let me hear your story. Rex is like, yeah, I was just in the middle of doing my thing, and the Holy Spirit interrupted me because I looked up, I saw this guy, and God immediately highlighted and said, honor him and give him a word. So he did. He didn't know. He just kept going on. That one word is what shifted everything for that man. That's how God works. And what I want to tell you, this guy was like, oh, my gosh. But he wasn't questioning God. He was asking questions, and he was seeking a rhema word. See, this is the written word. This is a logos word. We're going to teach out of this. This is the Holy Bible. When you get the word on the inside of you, you have discernment. You get wisdom. You start to see things, hear things that don't add up because you've been in the Word. So I encourage you, if you're going to be in anything, be in this as much as you can so you know what the counterfeit to truth looks like, feels like, sounds like. And so what happened was this guy had some logos, but he needed a rhema word. Peter was in a boat, and he got a rhema word, said, come on out here, walk, come to me. Peter's like, all right. And then when he got logical again, when he got into his own, like, what am I doing? And he took his eyes off Jesus. Guess what? He took a dip. But when you get a rhema word, just one word, and we all can get that rhema word. The Holy Spirit is the senior pastor in this house. We are going to lean in to what the Holy Spirit says. So sometimes, listen, I can't control, like, when the Holy Spirit's nudging me, I'm going to pray for somebody. Now, is it in my notes? No. That I feel like they deserve something or, I mean... Maybe they'll buy me a bottle of wine from Temecula. No, that's not why I did it. But when the Holy Spirit nudges you and it's a rhema word, whatever they need from God, they're going to get. But every one of you, we all have access to the Holy Spirit. Not through a pastor, but you. And the more you get in this, the more you get the truth on the inside of you, the more that conversations like we're about to have get easier. You know, I was going to show a video clip. I'm not going to, but I liked it. I was hoping it was like the whole thing. It just didn't. You know, it's Gladiator, and it's Connect Week for the next two weeks, and what's that mean? It's like we have Connect Groups, Life Groups, whatever you want to call them, but we need you all connected, not just come to church on a Sunday because it's check the box. That type of Christianity is done with if you're going to make a difference in this world. We got to link up, and in Gladiator, there's their first scene. They get all in the arena, and you know... Maximus is just looking straight at his dudes. He's like, all right, who knows what they're doing? Not many did. But he said one truth. Together, we live. If we're not together, we'll be taken out. Stick together. 
I can use you. Listen, let me tell you, if you need one word today, get together, stay together, we're going to get through it. If the devil comes in to divide, if the country comes in to cause division in the house of God, we're not going to make it. The one word that you need to hold on to is we're getting tighter. We're going to get in on some truth together. That's why Connect is so important. That's why it's Connect Sunday. That's why this amazing couple puts countless of hours into Connect teams and loves them and coaches and directs them over all our campuses up here in this north region. And they don't do it because they get paid for it. They do it because there's a calling on their life and they love people and they want to mentor, develop every single one of you. You know what? We can't go deeper unless we can go wider. Every one of you have a calling on your life. Every one of you can lead. You might not know that, but you're leading somebody whether you like it or not. But if we can get some truth in you, around you, and through you, then you're going to lead people in the right direction. That's what Connect Group is. So soak for a while, but you're all called to lead. How do we do Temecula? How do we do Oceanside? How do we do Escondido campuses and buy buildings so no one can kick us out of our own buildings? It's going to be you stepping into getting connected, unlocking some gifts on the inside of you, and stepping into what God wants to do in your life. So the next two weeks is very, very important. I love Mother Teresa. She said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. You are all ripple effectors. You create ripples that are going to help other people get set free, get healed. Sometimes just the ripple of inviting them to church. I want all my friends that don't believe, all my skeptics to come when Rex is here. I need the Rex effects messing their mind up. Signs and wonders. They see a sign that wonder what just happened. That's why I like going to a church like that. It's like, what just happened? I don't know. Do you know? No, I don't know. That was rad. We need to see it. You know, when I saw my first deliverance, how many know that's a little freaky when you grow up in church your whole time and everybody's cool at church? But then I came here and I saw the dude sitting next to me start shaking and weird things started happening. And then all of a sudden, two pastoral team come over and shock, boom, pray for that person. They're on the, and then they come up five minutes later and they're like, I love you. Tears going down their face. Oh my gosh, freedom. And now they're leading a the campus. I mean, that kind of stuff messes you up. But I needed that. I didn't realize I was so close off the power stuff. You know what I mean? I was like, you read about the Bible, but then when it happens, you're like, okay, that's freaky. That's that's supernatural. But that's the kind of church God wants, and that's the kind of church we need right now is some supernatural stuff. So if you're going to read the Bible, just know it's all happening right now. And if you're all like, I won't go there. Okay, let's just read the Bible. Okay. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. I was explaining this to my wife last night. But how can one keep warm alone, babe? Through one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. I was joking, but I mean, let's not, let's be unoffendable. I thought we already went there, okay? So I'm preaching on a little bit of truth. That's because I, I need you to know before we get to truth how important it is that you're here today, how important it is that you find your tribe, a connect group, that as we get bigger, we want to get smaller because intimacy with your walk with Christ is so important 
and we are here to disciple. That means we're here to lead. That's here, we're here to teach. That we can't, we raise and release. We don't go look for the best worship leaders out there. You know what we do? We sow into the greatest worship team, and they raise up inside of them, and we produce an album that's mind-blowing called Lionheart, if you haven't downloaded it yet. I mean, song authority just ought to be mandatory. No one's allowed to get up and pray until they listen to authority nine times. I fell asleep with my bows on the other night, woke up singing authority like at 3 a.m., I know my wife's like, what is wrong with him? You know what I mean? But that song woke me dead up, 3 a.m., ready to go. I calmed down, though. It was fine. But so important. And listen, a couple weeks ago, I preached a message and downloaded. It was really about guarding your heart. And, and that message I thought was just a one-off, and then God kept highlighting, and I mentioned it last week. I'm like, God, why do I keep bringing it up? And he goes, no, 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 that isn't just a message. That's what I need your people in your church to understand. That's what they need to hold on to every day in this season. So Proverbs 4.23 is, above all else, guard your heart. Because from it will determine your future. From it, the life spring, we got to have life, your heart. For out of it springs the issues of life. In the NLT, it's talking about your whole future is going to happen based on if you're guarding your heart. So as we go into this season, as chaos is breaking out, as we get people rising up with their voice, I'm seeing people, I turn on Instagram, I see a video of someone in our church piping off against the school board, piping off against city council. I'm like, oh man, there's lions coming up out of here. And I'm telling you, then I see... What's going on with the new Cherish coming up? And I watched that promo video. Listen, if you're having a bad day, put on the Cherish promo video. That alone will wake you up out of a slumber. I mean, I feel nervous when my wife and I start, you know, watching a merge and a Cherish promo. We'll just stare at each other. Let's go. Baby number four, please. No, just joking. Uh-oh, I'm getting a rebuke. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Holy Spirit, come back. Any chance I can get, I'll plant that seed, you know? I'm just trying, trying, trying. What is truth? We guard our hearts because it starts in our mind, and when there's chaos, and you start getting negative in your mind, or you start getting doomsday, you start getting fear, then what happens is your heart can get tainted, and it changes our filter. We stop loving people. We're called to love our neighbors. We're called to love our enemy. We're called to love those people that persecute us. And so God's got to give us grace. God's got to keep our heart pure because, you know, the more I get attacked maybe on Instagram, the more I got to love that person. The more I get attacked on Facebook or whatever we're doing, the more we get bold with our voice, the more you're going to be a target. But you can't have less grace. You got to have more grace. And the only way to do it is Jesus. Jesus. And more Jesus. Yes. You got to guard your heart. That's how we stay in the grace. He gave it enough for me. Put up with my shenanigans for 29 years. The least I could do is figure out how to guard my heart. And we're going to need it in this next season because the church is going to have to rise. The men and women of this house are going to have to rise. And we got to do it for the next generation. We got to do it for our kids. You got to equip yourself with truth, which is the word of God, and then get knowledge around you that lines up with the word of God so you can be empowered to make a stand based on truth, not based on everyone else's truth, which is what the world is trying to do with critical theory. So I need you to know kingdom theory, not critical 
theory. The world is selling a gospel, but there's only one gospel, and you need to know the difference between the world's agenda and the agenda of kingdom. Jesus says, I'm not from this world. And so what I want to do is just kind of wake up some stuff, and this is meant not to, whatever decisions have been made, it's all good. God can cover it all. But we at least have to talk about it, even if it's uncomfortable. Does that make sense? Even if we get a little rattled, we still have to love one another. We still got to navigate this season together. We still got to link arms together. And let's start getting more wisdom to help free up people that are blind, that are lost, that don't have a shepherd, that are walking off cliffs, and yet they don't know any better because they've been deceived. There is a deceiver in Revelation saying the whole nations, all of the nations will be deceived by sorcery, which is pharmakia, which is witchcraft, which is where we get the word pharmacy. So it's all like, no, but it's the truth. And we have to talk about it when it gets uncomfortable. Listen, my brother's in the Navy. He's in Intel. He doesn't like these conversations. And before he would just shut me down, now we can have dialogue. Now we can listen. Now I can give him revelation of what the word of God says based on what's going on. And now there's, he's walking through cognitive dissonance, trying to navigate what is going on. And it's a tough thing for my family right now because he's the lone ranger, but we got to love him through it. My dad's like, what's happening? My mom's like, what's happening? I'm like, what's happening? But that's my brother and we got to bring him across the other side. He's probably watching this, judging me right now, but I love you anyways, brother. But what is truth? See, the past 18 months, we've been subjected to fear. I've watched fear shut down some mighty men. I've watched fear shut down pastors I used to respect, and I still love them, but I'm not going to take any advice from them. I watch them get shut down. Mighty men have been shut down and crippled by fear. I've watched families crippled by fear. I've watched people still stuck in fear that don't want to see their kids. I have a very close friend that his parents, who are almost in their 80s now, and he hasn't seen them in two years, said, don't come unless X, Y, Z. And so he has to battle these decisions. Listen, started with fear, then went into suffering, and then it started with dividing, dividing race, dividing social, economical people, dividing the church, dividing sexuality is dividing all these things like it's right out of a playbook. And it's amazing. It's not like anything's new under the sun. A great book uh, by this guy, Jonathan Kahn, he wrote is called, uh, the Oracle's the one I'm reading now, but the first one's called The Paradigm. And here he is, a raised Jewish that got radically saved. And then he started having revelation because he knew the Torah, he knew the Old Testament so well, and he started, God was showing him that there's a blueprint of what's happening today. Just take out the names. And the book is just, the scales fall off your eyes. You can't deny it. He's quoting biblical scripture, and it's just taking names out and putting names today, and you're walking in the same thing as what was happening in the Old Testament. It's mind-blowing. But we can't be naive little skip-the-lucky Christians anymore going, Jesus, just come back. Oh, no, no. He's coming back when his bride is healthy. He's not coming back to a broken bride. So we need to be a healthy bride, and this is what we have to talk about to get there. We then went from division to censorship, and now freedoms. 
So more so than ever, Proverbs, the book of wisdom, telling 4.23, guard your heart. Above all else, when things are great, you don't need to guard your heart. But when all hell's breaking loose, people in political, even my friends, I mean, I've had friends on both sides of the fence, man, it's been getting nasty. I'm like, dude, I love you. You were in my wedding. We're not going to let it happen on this watch. We're going to love each other right through it and have conversations, not based on what the world wants to do, but based on what God kingdom wants us to do. We're going to pray for one another, even in our differences, so God can do a thing. Now, listen, people are like, oh, you know, what's going on? This is so crazy. Are you going to talk about it? But here's picture number one. You know things are crazy when YouTube is posting stuff like this. YouTube will now flag and strike any videos and channels that promote prayer for COVID under the new policy. Hey, people, you're not allowed to pray for people if they're stuck in fear. If the, this just came out August 14th. Just want to let you know this just happened. I could tell you a bunch of other stuff that just happened too, but it would freak you out, and then you'd shut down and not want to talk to me. This is, all about, this is called bite size. How do you need an elephant? Does anybody know? No, that's what the world says. Stare at the fork. One bite at a time, you'd be throwing up in a week. <laughs> Just stare at the fork. I can do it. I can do it. Don't look at that mountain in front of you. This is right here. Listen, you can't pray. If you don't think something evil is coming out of YouTube telling you you can't pray because it says the C word. Exactly. Open the curtain. A.W. Tozer says this. I'm among those who believe that our Western civilization is on a way to perishing. It has many commendable qualities, most of which it is borrowed from the Christian ethic, but it lacks the element of moral wisdom that would give it permanence. Future historians will record that we of the 21st century had intelligence enough to create a great civilization, but not the moral wisdom to preserve it. So what's the truth? Who do you trust in? Do you trust in God? Or do you trust in our government? I hate saying it. I hate saying it. I love America. But we got to know what are we allegiance to? Every decision we make, are we building up idols? I can't tell you how many people have made a COVID vaccine an idol. That have made a government mandate an idol. Changing careers, keeping their kids, even though they don't feel right about it, doing things that are compromising their core values because that's their only choice. Has it become an idol? God says, put no other idols before me. What is God saying at this time? What is the church rising up? Where is God's people right now? It's going to take the righteous to rise up and come together and pray a move of God. Not that he would come back, but that he would clean up the nation that he loves. How do we do it? We do it through true repentance. It's amazing that the devil wants to steal that word and make it sound like a, such a big deal, nobody wants to do it. That we walk around looking down. And I tell every guy at men's prayer, when you talk to me, look me in the eye. Because shame as you look down, you got nothing to be shameful for. Christ is on inside of you. Just repent. Water off a duck's back. Let's get in alignment. Let's let God get in your mess and clean it up. Don't make this repentance bigger than anything that you don't feel worthy, that you can't say, God, I need you to show up in my life. God, forgive me. It's just, I missed the mark. Forgive me. I was a jack wagon. Forgive me. I made a dumb mm, move. Help me. 
I repent. That's it. And then watch what happens. God could get in there and then help you, heal you, lead you, get the chaos off your mind, break you free, and deliver you of mind control of what the devil is doing. The devil wants you all working in so much shame. Don't worry, I didn't offend my worship team. That's just my clue. My whole worship team quit. I was talking on sin. What happened? But we got to be, I do need it to be a lighter subject because the heaviness of sin is what the devil's trying to do. The victory's already been won. Let God already reveal the victory. It's in Christ. It's already, he already forgave all your sins. We just got to keep repenting every trip up so you don't sit in that puddle and start becoming a victim of it. Get free. That's how you get a rhema word is get out of sin so you can hear what God's trying to talk to his kids. He's like, don't beat yourself up. The devil left weeks ago. Why are you still beating yourself up? Let's get into alignment and do it. Picture number two. Listen, I'm not going to get deep into this. I'm just going to wake it up real quick. This is five pages of experimental science that I have validated. I keep it on a hard drive. I look what's happening to Dr. Mercola being shut down. I hear what's happening to all these other things on YouTube. My good friend who's a researcher, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, they're saying we're shutting down your Vimeo channel. We're shutting your channel down because it violates all our things. Well, no, it's truth. That's why you're shutting it down. You don't want people to get exposed to truth. A lot of these studies that I've been collecting for years on human experimentation is being taken off the net. So when a Christian goes, well, I can't find it, must not be true. Well, don't think there's people working overtime to keep you blinded, to keep you living in fear that you don't do your own research deep dive because we're so busy on the hamster wheel trying to make our ends meet that we're not looking up because we're just trying to take care of our family. We're too busy in this cog in the wheel that we're not exposing ourselves to the word of God to get kingdom mentalities and we're missing out being deceived. So I'm going to read you this scripture, and then I'm going to show you a video. It says in Revelation 18, 23, the light of the lamp shall not shine on you anymore, and the voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived. This is out of the Bible. Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, because you have rejected knowledge. What is knowledge? Knowledge is the word of God. If we are not a biblically literate church, we can and will be deceived. What I honor and respect about my pastors every day, starts his day, finishes his day, he's in the word of God. Not as a show, but he says, I need it now more than ever. I've never been hungrier than I am now for the word because I need to make sure we're navigating truth. It has to line up. It has to edify. It has to speak to me so the Holy Spirit has a landing strip to land on. The more word, the longer the landing strip for the God Almighty to do what he does. See, what happens is we are the living temple of God. What started in 1941, University of Michigan, all these people, they were uh, injecting people with influenza to see how they'd react. Is all, all the way go. We heard of what they were doing in Nazi Germany, experimenting with people. This goes through all, and then it's amazing, the Russians and the Americans, we didn't go kill those medical doctors that were causing horrendous acts. No, we hired them to find out what are they doing. They brought them in. It brought us up to 47, 48, 131 cases of green run, uh, all these crazy things. Then the CIA started doing things. 
called Project Bluebird. I mean, I could go on and on, and I'm not trying to get you riled up, but I don't want you to act like the video you're about to see is like, is this new? No, they've been experimenting on human life for years. It's called the sanctity of blood. Back in Noah's time, it was called hybrids. They were experimenting. There was angels of darkness co-creating with humans. I mean, this stuff is like out of a movie, but it's in the word of God. We need to study it so you understand that if they can, if the enemy, if the devil can ruin the sanctity of blood, the DNA, what's on the inside of us to get God who are created in his image messed up in us, then he can infiltrate and cause division in our own life. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came to give life and life to the full. Are we letting Jesus fully in, or has it been a part-time job? My question is, you're about to see, I mean, you read the story on Anne Frank. Who's going to protect the Anne Franks of today? Or who's going to turn them over? It's a real statement. What is the church doing? I have pastors that are making decisions like, wow. I used to say, I'm so glad I wasn't alive during that time. Glad I just get to read history. No, no, no. We're in a far greater time where you're going to see spiritual giants that are going to raise up out of the churches where they're going to let the Holy Spirit start moving, healing, restoring, and we need people healed up and restored. Why do I show you all this? Because you might be thinking, oh, what is it now? Well, now, starting in 2016, they changed the term. It's just now gain of function. There is real experiments on gain of function. I'm not going down conspiracy channels. I'm not going down these things. I'm trying to tell you truth. And sometimes it could wake us up to the point that it rattles us. But let me tell you, let me give you peace about Jesus. I just want you to know in Galatians 6, 9, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. First Thessalonians 5, 14. And we urge you brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. Proverbs 13, trying to whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companions of fool will suffer harm. I just want you to watch two minutes of this video just to hear something. Psalm 139 verse 14 says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are marvelous and my soul knows it very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully formed in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance and in your book or scroll all the days of my life were written and engraved before ever they took shape when as yet there were none of them. Now did you know that every single strand of human DNA is marked with the name of God? How, you ask? Because there are sulfide bonds holding together the two strands that make up the DNA. And these bonds occur after the tenth pair of nucleotides, again after the fifth pair, and then six pairs later, and again five pairs later. The tenth letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Yod, the fifth letter is Hey. The sixth letter is Vav. Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey spells Yahweh. I will say it again. God's name is on every human chromosome. You are made in his image and sealed with the name of your creator. Every cell in your body is hallmarked. And it is this very divine hallmark that the enemy desires to obliterate. 
by injecting loaded messenger RNA into cells, one can sneak fragments of foreign enemy DNA through the carefully guarded nuclear walls and unload their contents into the scroll of DNA that God wrote for you. That's like pasting some pages of a counterfeit author's book into the middle of the instruction blueprint God wrote. What is actually happening is that the name of God written into the sulfide bond arrangement in the DNA scroll is being erased. The beautiful scroll engraved by God to create a man in his image is being sabotaged and from that moment of splicing onward, instead of instructions being released from the palace for life and health and security of the body, the inserted DNA loads up the messenger RNA trolley with instructions for the protein factory in the cell outside the palace to start manufacturing enemy spike proteins. The protein factory just does what is told. Whatever orders arrive from headquarters are immediately carried out. To put it simply, once the potion is injected into the body, every single citadel guarding the scrolls signed with the name of the creator within you is hijacked and forced to issue instructions to manufacture weapons of death, which will not only kill you at some point, but also the So that goes on in 12 minutes. If you want the video, it's drmattedawakenchurch.com. Now listen, some people, like my brother, they've already had to get the stick. And I'm just saying, we have a God bigger than all of it. We have a God bigger than all of it. If you want prayer, listen, I talked to a medical doctor. He's an incredible, he's 71 years old. And he says he feels more up for the fight than he ever has because he never understood until just recently. And he says, for the years that I did things that I didn't understand due to blind faith, I'm gonna redeem it. I'm 71, I have more fire in my bones. He's a Christian. And he says, I was deceived. The young lady that we have coming, Simone Gold, she said she, when this all started, she was getting about 20 doctors emailing her a month. Then in the middle of it, she was getting about 200 a month. She now is getting over 200 a week emailing her saying, show us the way, show us the way. Now, there's three things that we're gonna do prayer for in the future. We're gonna hold a whole prayer night and I'm gonna have the medical doctors lead it and they're already organizing these around the world. They say you're three types of prayer that are needed for the vaccine damage that we hear more and more. We have some in our church that have been there. We're not judging it. If you got it, we're not judging. I'm just saying we are gonna hold it for the vaccine damage. Then we're gonna do vaccine remorse. This is those that made the decision because they did trust the government but now that they're seeing something's not adding up, the research is getting out there. Everything they said is now coming to the light. We're gonna pray for the vaccine remorse. And then it's the suddenly bereaved. That means people that have died from it, that suddenly died from it. And if you look on the VAERS research, there's over 20,000 now, and it's climbing at record numbers every single day. And I'm not here, I'm not, this is not a fear campaign. It's just, we need to wake up. And why I'm telling you this is because he said, this is the medical doctor yesterday speaking to me, said, Dr. Matt, I'm so proud of you and bold. I'll be at my church. But when we hold these prayer nights, you're gonna be shocked how many people come out. And he goes, the reason why we have to, and I said, why do you feel so passionate? He said, the Holy Spirit told me that everything that's happened has happened in a fear and we're pain driven. So the pain is so great around this COVID thing that they've carried so much fear that people are running to get it. So we gotta bring up pain. We have to show the numbers of how many have been hurt, how many have died, and how many have been bereaved due to sudden death or made a decision out of guilt. I didn't wanna lose my retirement. I'm in the military, whatever it is. We at the church, and thank God for Pastor Jurgen, hired attorneys, got the best counsel. We addended our bylaws, we changed them. But you can vax 940, or you can text 940 
what is it, 94040? 94090, the one we always use to vax free. And it will give you a religious exemption for your workplace and for the military. They are still held up by the Constitution of the United States of America. This is free. It's because we got to make a stand. And Pastor Jurgen says, if I'm going to be a shepherd, we got to do something, not just with our words. We got to do it. So we addended, got the attorneys paid for it all, and you can get it right now. And it will, uh, you can text that, and we'll show you how to get that. And we want nothing from you, but that's what we have to do. We have to learn three things. We have to avoid self-deception and keep pretending that things aren't going awry. Number two is avoid the world's deceptions. And number three, avoid Satan's deception. Jesus said this, the world is teaching truth is subjective, socially constructed by what the world is doing, and we could easily be controlled by perspectives, feelings, and opinions of ourselves and others. John 18, 36 says this, Jesus answered, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders, but my kingdom is not of this world. Pilate said, so you're our king? Jesus responded, you say I am a king. Actually, I was born and came into this world to testify to the truth. And all the love, the truth recognize that what I say is true. All those who love the truth will recognize what I say is true. What is truth, Pilate asked. And then he got sidetracked. He said, take him away, free Barabbas. Didn't want to hear the truth. Kingdom worldview versus the critical worldly worldview is destroying what's going on right now. John 8, 31, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It's what the word of God says. Ephesians 4, 13 to 16, this will come until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. There's nothing but love coming from up here. No judgment, no condemnation. But we're going to have to start just preaching the truth so we can get in alignment with the truth. Grace plus truth is what really equals love. We can't balk around it. Critical theory versus kingdom. And I'll land on this. Who are we? We're made in God's image. I'm not going to tell you what uh, critical theory is. I don't need you to learn any more of it. It's already causing deception, but I need you to know kingdom theory. Who are we? We're made in God's image. What is our fundamental problem? Sin. All we got to do? Repent. What is the solution to the problem? Jesus. That's it. It's Jesus. It's that simple. What is our primary moral duty? Repentance and forgiveness. How should we live? Live in truth. If we just understand that moral conviction of living truth, don't compromise. Oh, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. No, just tell them the truth and love them. If they get their feelings hurt, that's their problems. They chose to let them get their feelings hurt. You're just, if it's in love, you have to speak the truth. Matthew 9, 36 says this. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, 
like a sheep without a shepherd. If our only goal is truth, we never get saved. If our only goal is grace, we never get free. It's, it's not either or, or even one at a time. It's both grace and truth. Yes. They must work together at all times. The Apostle Paul remembers Christians are not ignorant of Satan's devices. But the Bible prophecy foretells of a great future of false religious systems inspired by Satan. He'll influence billions of people all over the earth. But if you're in the word of God, you'll know what the truth is. If you could bow your heads and close your eyes, I want to pray for you. If you've never given your life to Jesus, let me just tell you, you can't have discernment without him. Everything that we're talking about, even though it's a little heavy today, listen, I get it. I was joking around with the first service, like this can be weighty. I woke up half asleep the other morning. I was sitting there praying. I noticed I had eyebrows all over the place. And I was like, what the heck is wrong with my eyebrows? And I grabbed my little razor and I went to shave it. And I went, I, I missed a whole eyebrow. How do you think I felt that morning? Don't judge me. I know you're staring at my eyebrows right now. So I had to go over the other one and try trimming it up. And I realized I just had to shave it off to look halfway normal. I didn't want to be a unibrow. So, I mean, it's just like we all have our own struggles. I was stressed. I woke up too early. I didn't turn on the light. Thought I could manage the four hairs sticking out the wrong way. I couldn't. I know you're laughing, but it's we're all going through something, people. I didn't want to do a video for a couple days till at least grew out a little bit. My wife's like, what's wrong with your face? I'm like, don't ask. We got to love each other. You know what I'm saying? But there's stuff going on. And listen, if you don't know Jesus, he's the only way. We got to call on his name. Jesus loves you. God sent his only son for you. It's a free gift. You actually have to choose him. It's not like I bring him. You have to actually say, I need Jesus in my heart. Maybe you once did give your life to Jesus, but you just went off and started doing your own thing like I did for a lot of years. It takes one conversation with your creator that created, how crazy is that Yahweh on every one of your DNA? He has been chasing you down. And all you have to do is say, I need you in my heart. I need to make better decisions. He didn't send his son to start another religion sent his son so we could have a relationship and you could have eternity which is a lot longer than what we're dealing with on earth okay it's going to be full time worship up in heaven full time if that's you today you're like you know what I need Jesus or I once did but I want I need him back just raise your hand so I can pray with you we're over time and I see your hand. Thank you. I see your hand. Once you, once you raise your hand, you can put it down. So there's some hands up there. It's bright lights. I got a team up there looking. We're going to say a prayer. The devil hates this. First service, I felt there was a battle for one person's soul. I see your hand, man. Thank you for being bold. Thank you for your hand. That's what it takes is shove it to the devil. The devil's a liar. If he can keep you bound up in sin, making you feel bad for yourself, then he wins. We don't want any of them. Not one person in this place to be deceived by the devil any longer. Man, it's worth fighting. And if you're already a believer, you know what you should do during this time? Not check out your phone, your Instagram, what's happening for lunch, 
Or do we go on Yelp? No, you should be praying your face off because I was one person that my mama prayed until I rededicated my life and it was worth the fight because my life opened up and I found my purpose again. There's people in here that have lost their purpose because they lost Jesus. And they just need Jesus so they can find their purpose again. As Christians, we need to be praying during this time because if the whole service was okay, the only thing that matters is eternity and one more person giving their life to Christ. Come on, let's all stand to our feet. I want to pray over us. I'm not endorsing this guy, but I mean, he did release a new song called Brainwashed, Tom McDonald. I mean, he goes into it. He's reading out all the things in the art of war of what happens. It's called situational design. You guys should listen to it so you get stirred up in your faith, get a little fired up. This guy was raised in a Christian family. He just needs to come back. But for those of you that had raised your hand or you wanted to raise your hand, I have someone up top and I have a team down here. I got a couple people. We got a Bible and a book called Following Jesus. We want to give it to you. We want to show you we do baptisms once a month. Right now after I pray for those people because this prayer is the most important thing. It's eternity on the line. Come get prayed for. I got a response lounge. They want to look after you. They want to pray. They want to help you. They don't want you taken out. Here's what it looks like. You're going to say the prayer. God knows your heart. And then we want to help disciple you and equip you. That means you're going to go to boot camp training on how to be a warrior for Christ. That's where we're going to train you up. It's like, I don't want to get on the mat with this guy because he looks large and in charge. But if I get trained up in the right ways, I might give it a go. I might learn some skill sets. That's what our job as the church is, to point you and where to go in the Word of God. That's what the church is, the community where you can come get trained on what discipleship looks like. And then you can go put the beat down to the kingdom of darkness because you're part of now the kingdom of light. Do you understand that? This is what we're doing. So let's all say this prayer. And if you raise your hand or want to raise your hand, it's a heart decision. Let's say it together. Heavenly Father, come on, every one of us. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for my sin. Today, I repent. Jesus, I need you in my heart. Clean it up. Show me what I need to let go. I nail it to your cross. Thank you that you died and rose again for my life. I give you my heart and I ask you to show me the way. Reveal truth. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.